So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast that has no idea what the rules are. I didn't even know there were any. I think you talk now, Phil. Hi! Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the fluff-covered armchair of F1 podcasts. That means we're champion. Also, that's not fluff. What? Welcome to For Formula One's Sake. Have you seen where we left our tractor? I had it at the start of the race. A, a vague memory of a long sea voyage, and then it was really raining. drunk after qualifying. <laughs> Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast with a minor breach in our cost cap. Phil, when you were away the other week, and uh, it was me and Kevin, we may have spent five million extra pounds on beer. <laughs> Five million extra pounds! That's five percent of the overall budget for the year, Terry. I know, it's only minor. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only F1 podcast to welcome going back to sleep at 6am. Didn't the race start at bang on 6am? Yeah, but then after a lap you went, oh fuck this, I'm going back to bed because this isn't going to go on for ages. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the over-engineered hat of F1 podcasts. Some good Japanese hats again this year. Do you know what I call my over-engineered hat? Called it my cost cap. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the podcast F1 deserves. I'm Drew Stern and I'm back because Chica had one return episode and needed to go on holiday to recover. But that's fine because we've got some incompetent bullshit to talk about of the type that makes us seem organized. The Japanese Grand Prix happened, sort of, eventually, and Max Verstappen became the world champion for the second time. Even if no one realised it because all the rules are stupid. Oh, and someone left a tractor on the track again. Awkward. Still, it gives us plenty of material. That's all to come. Joining me is a man who is moving on up. It's Phil Tromans. Got a new job. Ooh, are you, what are you doing now? Yeah, job job well, or a freelance gig? I haven't really talked. To, I haven't really talked about my current job that much on this particular thing. I don't know for some reason because of all the swearing and legal issues that we tend to find. I thought uh, you meant your job. I've always <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no. I t- I've, I tend to not talk about specifics with my job, although anyone with the slightest interest can very easily find out. But um, I've never bothered to find out. I've got I've got a new job that I start in a in a couple of weeks. I'm leaving my current job at a. Uh, <clears throat> It's a used car dealership that some people will have heard of. Uh, and I've got, I've got a new job. I've got a new job running uh, running content for uh, again. I don't know if I, I don't know if I should say actually who it is, even though it will be on Twitter probably by the time this comes out. But um, 
managing editor for a, um, let's call it coffee and engineering. A sad. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. (laughs) Well, congratulations, Phil. (laughs) Thanks very much. And alongside him is a man who, um, it's Terry Saunders. No, it's Om. Oh, I did my retreat last year. I went on a retreat. Oh, om. Okay. Oh, I thought you'd, I thought you'd become an electrician. <laughs> yeah. Volta. Your om resistance is amps. high. I am working. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm working on Volterstrasse in Berlin, actually. So that would, oh, there that you go. would work twice. There it you all go. fits together. But no, I'm feeling better. You know, I have a detox. Yeah, how was it? What, what was it? How was it? Who was it? What did you do? I see a bit like your job. I don't know if I should say. Because it involves... Because <laughs> you might accidentally libel them. No, it's not libel. I think it's illegal. You went on an illegal retreat. Well, this sounds tremendous. Was it illegal because of where it was or what you took? Yeah, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you what, Matt... Who wants to go to smack camp? <laughs> Maybe Matt can bleep this next word, I'm going to say. Uh, it was a... <laughs> retreat. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... I mean, that's... You usually have to go to for that, right? Yeah. No, they, they do it in Berlin. Or or Croydon. <laughs> anyway, sort of my problems. I'm enlightened now. And, um, yeah. And look at all those elephants. Cost a fortune. Was it good, though? It was amazing. You look You look well. I feel well. I feel well. You look well-groomed. I do feel well-groomed. Vice-free, apart from... I'm, when I never got to bleep you as well, you've said it. <laughs> I'm pretty... Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm still pretty detox. I'm drinking. A, I'm drinking a vitamin. I'm, it's not my own urine. I've, I'm it holding looks, an orange it looks, it looks like, like a jar urine. of piss. <laughs> I'm drinking my own piss. <laughs> Fucking vaccines. They're shit, aren't they? <laughs> Drew, what have you been up to? Yeah, um, what's going on? I've I, I've spent the day trying to write jokes because uh, following in your footsteps, Terry, I'm very much trying to become a comedian, and I'm doing roast battles. <laughs> a former comedian, a, a fallen comedian. <laughs> I'm doing roast battles now, so I'm roasting a um, a failed pro wrestler on uh, on Friday, and I've been trying to write jokes about that today. Come on, let's have, let's, hear, let's wow. hear one. Let's hear one. Okay, so the one of the things he told me in his bio is that he dates older women. Um, so that I've said that he picks up his women on carbon dating apps. Nice. He doesn't use Tinder. His app is called Call. Nice. I like, I like that's it. my favorite one of the lot. So yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's uh, what I'm working with. Clearly, by the rapturous no. uh, laughter, I need no, to no. Work still on that. Front. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure what you want from an audience is if is for them to take a breath and go. Nice. Yeah. So you, you can't ask me as a former comedian to laugh. Um, I went. I actually went to a comedy gig on Sunday in Berlin because I had a friend who's doing comedy here. And apparently, some of her friends were like, "Who's that guy? He's studying all the acts really carefully, but he's not laughing." And she was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, he used to be a comedian." <laughs> were, you, were you making notes? So every now and again, I go, hmm. just going, hmm. yeah, interesting. No, every now and again, just go, hmm, that was funny. But <laughs> <laughs> not actually laughing, apparently. So there you go. So that was that was funny, Drew. Who put a fucking tractor at Listener's Corner? Christ almighty. This is clearly Pierre Gasly's fault. Right, where to fucking start with that one? Let's start with no one knowing what the rules are on scoring ports when the race starts, then stops, then starts again, and then ends early because we ran out of time. 
Charles Moussard says, So, for the second year running, the championship has not been won on the track, but in an FIA meeting room. I love this sport, but it's severely testing my patience. Ray Glennon says, Controversy aside, what a fantastic venue for Max to win his first earned world championship. Unless he hasn't. I'm still not clear on this. Chris Peel channels the voice of the FIA. Let's wait and see what happens. Then make up some rules to ensure Max wins the championship in Honda's backyard. For absolute peak F1, they could take it away again and then the cost cap certification is published. And Roland Neifeld says, Today I've learned that broadcasters and the teams don't know the rules themselves while it clearly states and cannot be resumed. Misinforming us all and creating confusion while the rule itself is pretty clear. It's quite a uh, quite a Dutch sounding name, Neifeld, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Roland Neifeld. That's very Dutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. F1 is out, f one itself. Can I be controversial I here? mean, go on then. I don't care. Okay. Because well. no, because I mean, clearly it's shit that it happened this way. But because Max Verstappen is going to win this championship no matter what, I'm, I can't be bothered to be up in arms about the fuck up. It's just hilarious. Well, it it is hilarious, and I, I think we'll get to the whole Verstappen wins thing. <clears throat> but the fact that he won again for the second year in a row in an absolute, you know, shit storm of nobody knowing what the hell's going on. And controversy and everyone going, what? Is is very funny to me. But it was it was clumsier hilarious. and worse than last year. At least last year he crossed the line and over his headset they were able to say you are world champion in that moment while he's still in the car. Now he got he got told randomly in the middle of the post race interviews clumsily by Johnny Herbert, just like, Oh wait, come back here. You are actually world championship. It was the the weirdest way to get told that profound information. Well, actually, uh, earlier today when I was just sort of prepping for this, I watched a few more bits because I had to leave straight after the race, um, so didn't see it at the time. But after that, when they were literally got out of the car and went straight to be interviewed by Johnny Herbert, they then went up to the sort of the chatting room of shame or whatever it's called. <laughs> and at that point, he thought once again, he's like, eh, somebody told me I won, but I don't think I have. So, yeah. And then there was a phone, you can literally hear a phone ringing in the background and somebody going, hello, 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 hello. Uh, Max, you're champion. And he went, really? Because somebody else said I wasn't. So I don't know what's going on. And then they said yes. And then they ushered him into the room with the fluffy armchair it, in it. it was, and he sat there looking bemused. It was disturbing because like, you saw him disappear around the corner and you could see what he was looking at, but we couldn't see what he was looking at. And he was like, is this for real? Like, am I, am I meant to sit? And then the camera followed around. You went, oh, it's a crappy velour chair. No, that's, <laughs> what, they want, no, that's what they want us to think. So what actually happens, it's a bit like when you get a new president and they get to see like who shot JFK and everything. <laughs> when you're world champion, they give you a secret from 41 past. Oh. Like a box that lights up. So, wow. Yeah. So Max Verstappen... What do, you think the secret, what do you think the secret was? He now knows why Mika Hakkinen was so fast. <laughs> that's the secret Ayahuasca. we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Now we've got to bleep you as well, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> it's very big in Finland. Uh, it was... Uh, well, it, well, I've heard conflicting reports here. Some people are saying, I'm just the Dutch, that the rules are extremely clear and it was obviously written to say that, you know... <clears throat> so ba basically what, what happened was everyone, at least commentating, seemed to think that if the race is cut short in the manner of, let's say... Spa last year, which is, I believe, when these rules were written, that you basically get half points or three-quarter points or a percentage of the points, depending on how much of the race is done. 
but it would appear that all of those are completely null and void if the race was stopped but then restarted again even if it's only restarted what for happened a fraction of the amount of time that it should have yes. continued for so in theory they could have had the one and a half laps or whatever it was before they had the red flag then they restart it for another lap and then they end it and this was the and rule and this was the rule they put in place to stop the farce of belgium last year by making it twice as fast as <laughs> yes and i've actually heard from completely i should say unconfirmed reports today that those rules were written by michael nasty of course they were <sighs> but that might not be true but it's funny if it it's is. a funny so story if it's true it's pkf1 it's, it's writing r- rules and they're not quite thinking it through properly and then <laughs> they're not doing what they're supposed to do it's also pkf1 to have really like when they're on the commentary going okay this is we're, we're a column one race right now and if we get to lap we think it's lap 40 but actually there's only 38 minutes left but if we get to 38 minutes left then it becomes lap 76 which means it's a column two race which means that then if we get all the way to lap 70 it's a column three and it's like what column are you reading from a spreadsheet? Come on, let, let's give it yeah. some. I mean, there literally is. No, I there know. literally I've is that. Like, but it was all bollocks. Like none, of, none it of it was true because they'd restarted the race. None of it mattered at all. It was all nonsense. Oh, it was ridiculous. But nobody I'm from the FIA who must somebody from the FIA must have been listening to the feed, or at least on the Sky one that I heard, where they were all talking about this, and must have listening and gone. Sure. All you need to do is send him an email going. Actually, no, that's not true. Ignore Look, all let's of it. go back. But they to, didn't. Let's go back to my favourite recurring character of this year's and uh, last year's season, which is what would I do if I was in that job? I'd be there going, <laughs> "Oh fucking hell, no one's noticed." I'm not telling them. I'm not fucking telling them. They're gonna they're gonna bollock me if I tell them. So they can find out the fucking selves. Johnny fucking Herbert can tell them. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, casually just Johnny Herbert was the only one. He's in the pits going, "It's it's full points, you wankers." <laughs> my foot was tingling. That's how I knew. Oh, terrible. Yeah. I had to ruin it with a Johnny Herbert. Johnny joke. Herbert would be blaming Pierre Gasly as well, but we'll get on to that. Okay. Of course, while all this was going on, Max Verstappen eventually won his second title, and finally in a clear and decisive way. Tim Renler says, Now that Max has won, can we find out who broke the budget cap last year? And by the time you record the episode, we'll have added another asterisk to Max's title. This year's one says, aided by spending too much money last year and let off by the FIA again. Savati James says, congratulations, Max. You are a 2x asterisk champion. Max Terisk the Great. <coughs> Ernst De Heer says, seriously, fuck the FIA. Now we have to wait another year for him to win it normally. Very, very Dutch very name. Dutch name, Ernst name De Heer. Yeah. I mean, you're. I don't know if it's if it's the. Are we big in the Netherlands? You are getting bigger. Ernst de Heer and Roland Neifeld. Those are two very, very Dutch names. Or you're getting trolled by people who are just Could be. making up Dutch names now. Who would troll us? Verstappen has won a second title. I mean, well done to him. I think undoubtedly this year he does deserve it. Last year it was very debatable. It was very dubious ending this year there can be no doubt he's been by far the best in that he's driven really well everybody else has fucked up he was going to win it sooner or later it might as well be now i'm confused because you you coughed there and it looked like you were (laughs) coughing to say bollocks but i think you just genuinely coughed (laughs) no i was just coughing because i'm old and and COVID. no i'm absolutely serious this this year he's walked away with it and the only person that could have um come anywhere close to him was a driving a ferrari and b kept making mistakes yeah well this so, is but this is why i don't really care about the the championship being announced there because it's like if he didn't win if he was still a point if he still needed a point now he'd win it next week do you know what I mean? so it's just like well done him it's a coronation 
No, it's true. Yeah. And he's been the best. It's a foregone conclusion. It's not like it's like, oh my God, he won it. It's like, no, of course he yeah. won it. But well done. Well I done, didn't Max. expect him to win it this week, but you know. Yeah, well done, Max. And once again, he won it because Leclerc fucked up, which, you know, he keeps doing. Well done, Max. As if there wasn't enough to talk about from what was basically just half a race, there was an unwelcome dose of nostalgia, courtesy of a tractor on track at Suzuka, where a driver was killed by hitting a tractor on the track at a wet race. For fuck's sake, F1, this is basic stuff. I think you're being a bit harsh on F1 there. This was clearly Pierre Gasly's fault. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, yeah, it's it's traumatic look, to just watch because, Just because a driver died less than 10 years ago at a wet race at Suzuka by hitting a tractor, you know, everyone seems to think that putting a tractor on the track again during a wet race while there are cars on track is somehow a bad idea, where the real issue here is Pierre Gasly driving slightly too fast. And if he was to die, it would have been his own fault. Do you know who was driving the tractor? Jewel Bianchi. What? No, what? I don't know. Oh, Phil. No, it's Esteban Ocon because he nicked oh, his okay, girlfriend sorry. the other way around. I can't remember. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll get, we'll get to that later as well. But no, I mean, <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't have words. I mean, who in their right mind thought that was a good idea? It was either a marshal or somebody in race control that thought yeah you know there's still cars on track it's wet let's send them out and let's send them out to the corner you know they were clearing up an accident that happened because a driver aquaplaned in that spot the previous lap you know <laughs> i i'm just utterly baffled by the fact that a was allowed to happen and b that they tried to defend it we we're used to seeing these like like vintage clips of f1 like these crazy crashes where there's marshals out trying to fish drivers out from cars by the side of the track but it's still a full-on race, and cars are still going full pelt down the side. And that's what F1 used to be like. It just be, you know, that's just how you go on with things. And, you know, in the last 20, 25, maybe even close to 30 years now, the safety, our expectations for what is safe have just been raised. And this just seems so far beyond the pale of what would be accepted anywhere at any time. It just, it, it, it feels like... Is, is the equivalent of like seeing someone in blackface. It's like, yeah, I know we used to accept this, but this is yeah. freaking crazy. Smoking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe they should I've... black up all the tractors and that would <laughs> <laughs> solve both issues. I've heard people try and defend it by saying, like, look, in a normal race, there's always people clearing up the tracks while the cars are going around behind the safety car or whatever. It's like, yeah, but they're not, you know, no. if it's completely dry in Saudi Arabia, they're not at risk of aquaplaning, are they? And even then, I don't think they do that. Like, if it, it, even in every track, in the warmest, safest, clearest conditions, if there's a tractor on track, you'd expect it to be at the very least double yellows, if not red flag, while there's something on track yeah. like that. Well, it's this is going very slow. This is the ideal time for me to announce my new company, which will solve all these problems: floppy tractors. <laughs> they are really good when they're hit by four to one cars. Less good at you know tractor things <laughs> like so dragging is this what's happened to all those uh, those old bouncy castles you've been buying up yep they're all painted like mr blobby <laughs> <laughs> and when the 40 world guy hits it it goes blobby 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 <laughs> that's all the dutch fans you know what i'm talking about do you <laughs> you didn't grow up in britain in the 90s 
Oh, yeah. well, I was going to say, any Brits younger than sort of, you know, 30. In the 90s, was, and still Dutch people all had access to BBC One and Two, so... Um, Really? Did they? I grew up in the Netherlands and watched BBC One and Two in the nineties. Oh, I forgot you're kind of Dutch. Yeah, so I <laughs> I'm very familiar with uh, Mr. Blobby and uh, Crinkly did Bottom. They not have their own channels. They did, they, and I'm sure they spent more time watching them. But I'm just saying they had access to it, so no excuse to not know who Mr. That's Blobby is. Frankly, bizarre. What an advanced race the Dutch are. Yeah, the, we didn't have foreign channels back in the nineties. No, didn't need them. We were the best. <laughs> No, Dutch mental. people speak such good English. Oh, it's because of Mr. Blobby. It's because of Mr. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> if you've not heard Dutch people speak, that's how they, that's how they talk. <laughs> that's basically how Max learned English. <laughs> Just watching Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Amid all the controversy and confusion, there was another story that we really should focus on. Scott Chegg says, Can we all just take a moment to appreciate the real winner today? Congratulations to Latifi on getting the points we always knew you deserved. No snark. Congratulations. What's his name again? Nicholas. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. I've now I have now learned your name. Nikki Lax. <laughs> I drove really well. Every time you score a point at four to one, I learn your name. <laughs> I learn another part of your name. <laughs> Last time you scored points, I learned that your surname was Latifi. <laughs> he did well. He drove well. He was quite. He was a bit lucky, you know, pitting at the right time. But then he held off Norris behind him, and yeah, did really well. Good for him. He seems like a lovely guy that we'll never hear from again after next year. I reckon he'll be a Formula E champion in four years. I don't think he will. Do you think he's that good? Do you think he's too you shit know, for Well, e? you know when Nick De Vries came in, who was the current Formula E champion, and his first race absolutely spanked him. Good point. Good point. Mm. In other news, as slightly alluded to already, Red Bull are filthy cheats. Open brackets, check this with the lawyers, close brackets. The FIA has officially announced that the team breached the $145 million cost cap rules by spending too much in 2021. You know, 2021, the year they won the Drivers' Championship? So what does this mean? Well, at the time of recording, we have no idea. It's apparently a minor breach, but that could still mean millions of overspend and therefore extra fastiness on and therefore extra fastiness in the car. Punishments must be rained down. But what will they be? What should they be? What, disqualification <sighs> from the 2021 World Championship? Obviously. 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 Okay, subject closed. But yeah, that will go. never happen. Of course it won't happen. But, but this I'm, is... I'm generally struggling to figure out why everyone's going, well, obviously that won't happen. It's like, well, why? Because they cheated. Because, right, hey, well, let, let's get some things out of the way, him. right? A minor breach is a stupid FIAism because minor means is it up to five percent? Less than five percent. Yeah. And five percent could be up to seven million dollars of car. That's a, that's, that's a lot of full time engineers. That's a lot of full time engineers or Sergio Perez. And <laughs> <laughs> he won't be on that much. He, of course no. Seven seven quid. Um <laughs> maybe originally their plan was to do the twenty one twenty one season with just for staff. <laughs> They were like, no, we've got to have another try. We're going to breach the cost cap. Uh, it doesn't matter. But the thing is, this is... I mean, I know I, know I joked in the state of F1 last week, but this is this this is so F1 in that one team has broken the cost cap and it's the team that won the championship controversially. And you know that the FIA just kind of going, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> if we Williams all know what we should it, do, but we can't yeah, do it. Oh. After all the debacle already, they can't then, what, 10 months later, <laughs> say... Oh, by the way, actually, now 
Hamilton's the champion. But then also they're in this. They're in. The, they're, they're stuck because they have to have a punishment that's going to stop them doing it again. They if if they go, oh Red Bull, that was naughty. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stop you from taking part in FP one in in Saudi Arabia. Like, Red like, Bull won't give a shit. Yeah. Well, it just means they'll keep doing it, and then because of F, because the way F one is, all the other teams will go. Oh, so we're allowed to overspend up to five percent. Well, that makes the cost cap meaningless. Yeah. We'll just get a slap on the wrist. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's do that then. And then it's like, well, is it five percent of that, or is it an extra five percent on top of that? And then it just becomes again and again and again. All the teams will ignore it, so they have to come down hard on Red Bull, but they won't dare take the championship away from them. So they, they, there's nothing they can do. They're fucked. Well, Red F one have fucked themselves. They have absolutely yes. royally shafted themselves, and Christian Horner has been applying the lube and just saying, "Hey, do you want to do you want to get in deeper? Because uh, I know who's going to win this year's championship. And guess what? Yeah. We've overspent this year as well, motherfuckers." Well, couldn't, couldn't they? <laughs> couldn't do? they suggest that, like, as a punishment, you can't take away a championship that's been won, but set a different cost cap for twenty twenty three. Like you have yeah, a twenty percent less cost cap for twenty twenty three, and then if they break that, what's to stop even them just overspending on that? There you go. Yeah, even... but what's to just stop them breaking it every year? It's like, oh no, we've got less money next year. Well, we don't care. We're still going to spend whatever. We or spend. just because you know the, the way that the natural competitive order works is that you're dominant for you know between say two and five, maybe eight years with Mercedes, and then you get you go into a fallow period anyway. So why don't you just overspend for three years, win some championships, and then in your punishment, just be like, all right, we're going to take a couple years off, and then we'll come back. Yeah, we'll have we'll have five years of shit. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. We've spent three hundred billion dollars a year, and we've won a load of championships. We don't care. We'll live with it. And yeah, then, uh, and then the, the apologists are amazing because there was a report. Was it saying that? Oh, this is because Red Bull give their staff lunches. Did you see this? How many lunches are they giving them? <laughs> Five million. One, what are they feeding One them? plate of really good sushi. But obviously the cost cap isn't just the bit that went... You don't go, oh, we overspent. But the bit that went over was lunches, so that doesn't matter. Because you could just like yeah, reorder yeah. it and go, oh, a yeah. Lot, awful lot of headed note paper this year. Yeah. And the, but the bit that went over wasn't that extra wing that won all the races. No, no, no. It was, no, it no, was, it was this incredible business cards we've all got. <laughs> ridiculous look jerry horner designed the business cards they cost a lot of money (laughs) to fix i have heard people suggest that the the sort of the most apt slash likely slash politically appropriate um punishment will be restrictions on testing in the future so like you don't get as much wind tunnel time you don't get i don't know maybe you're not allowed to do the first test or something like that oh like which would be a second that would be a secret i mean this is it they might just be like Fuck it, we don't care. We'll take all the punishments you're going to give because they're weak. We'll do what we want. I know I'm a Hamilton fan now these days, but honestly, throw the fucking book at them. This is cheating. This is actual fucking th- cheating. Nobody has ever cheated in F1 before. <laughs> no, but when you get caught... <laughs> no. That's the art, isn't it? That's the art of F1, is to cheat and not get caught. Exactly. But cheating is fine. Got they fucked up by getting caught. Although we still don't know exactly what they've done. Do you know when Renault had like the mass damper that everyone thought was illegal, but they, no one could ever prove? That's the best cheating. Everyone knows about it, but mm. no one can prove it. That's good, solid, engineering cheating. cheating. Yeah, that's good. Or cheating. when Ferrari, Ferrari just had a, a you know something going on with their engine, and then they did a deal with the FIA. Well, this is another away. problem because Ferrari can't go. Hey, you should throw the book at the. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, just give them a diff duff engine of a couple of years. I don't know. It's just depressing. It's brilliant. Well, I love it. Here's the thing: Do we think <laughs> that if Mercedes had overspent to the same degree that Red Bull had overspent, that Hamilton would have won last year? Well, yeah, A, I, I don't recognise the question because Mercedes would never overspend. 
<laughs> and they would never cheat. They don't understand what cheating is. They've never had a single black mark on their name at all. Okay, well, inverse. Off if Red Bull not. hadn't late, overspent, late 1930s, would maybe, they have but. still won? <laughs> would Max still have won if they hadn't overspent? Probably not, actually. Because, no, probably not. Well, the, I mean, the trouble is, at this point, we don't know. I mean, we're all joking, but I mean, it might have been spending too much on fucking biscuits. I don't know. But, no, but logically, is, even you'd if think... they spent too much on biscuits, that's an irrelevance. That's a red herring because they still went over the cost cap. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what they overspent on because they also overspent on front wings and floors and Max Verstappen hair gel. I don't know why I said that. Well, that's the thing that overspending on a driver doesn't necessarily make you quicker. That's just something that's an indulgence. So, like, it's it's hard to say whether or not that money actually went on an engineering prowess. Five percent. I mean, I'm playing devil's advocate. I think they should no, have it's, but, it's, at them but as this well, is but. but this is why any breach of the cost cap should be met with force because you, it's it's intangible. You can't prove it. And if it's intangible and they let it go, then everyone else can just be like, well, all right, we'll spend yeah. an extra five million because it's intangible. Oh no, no, we spent it on uh, paint for for the door. <laughs> we painted the door a lot this year. <laughs> yeah, it's a really thick door now. Yeah, yeah. Um, in all seriousness, I know we're joking and stuff. I would feel this way about anybody who'd been caught. But cheating. especially Red like, <laughs> I mean, it helps that Horner's a dick, but like, really if it had is. been Mercedes, if it had been Ferrari, I mean, Ferrari wouldn't have been clever enough to do it, but... Um, Ferrari have managed to underspend by five million, the fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably teams that can't raise enough money to make it to the cost cap. Exactly. No, I think that's actually true. I think the, the lower down teams are still nowhere near it. And there's Red Bull going, ah, just give yeah. some money. Haas are putting out subtle press releases saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we overspent as well. Yeah, oh, God, we're so embarrassed <laughs> yeah, we have overspent, by all the you, money that we've she got. goes to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all uh. the teams should just pay their money into a central account, and then everything they need needs to be paid from that account so everyone knows exactly what's been it's spent. It's like pocket money. Like pocket money. Like really high-value pocket money. Because actually, because yeah. the thing is, it's impossible to track. Or this is the thing. I mean, that's why it's taken a year to get to this stage. Because to actually audit a Formula One team with all their different companies and strands and contractors and everything, it's really hard. So maybe it should just be like an old Le Mans, Le Mans start, where they all have to race to the. They should just be a pile of money in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> they have to dive into <laughs> it like Scrooge gonna, McDuck. Yeah, this got each team <laughs> has a hangar with 150 million dollars in. And it's like they was going to use that. It's like the end of the Crystal Maze, where they're just in like a worthy, <laughs> yes. a worthy room, <laughs> grabbing at notes. And yet again, oh. we've solved the problem. <laughs> Brilliant. Who wouldn't want to watch that, right? Finally, some quick driver news. Pierre Gasly is confirmed to be heading to Alpine next year. Nick De Vries is taking his place at Alpha Tauri, and Daniel Ricciardo says he's giving up on getting a drive in 2023 kind of all as expected i think i don't think nick de Vries to alpha tari was expected because he was like williams or alpine the other week and now he's i've heard gone. that the red the red bull teams are all about dutch drivers these days oh they love it it's they a very dutch them. name again nick de Vries. yeah well, he's probably belgian well done to all of those <laughs> apart from daniel ricardo you shit i mean he seems to he's, he's saying i'm focusing on getting a place for 2024 to which my response is like Optimistic. Yeah. He's the deflating balloon of F1 drivers. Why, why would it? Why would you? You know, I'm not taken away from the fact that in his day he was very good, but then his day very suddenly went away and turned to night. And he's like, why would you have him now? Because he'll, he'll be want cheap. a lot of money. No. Okay, he's quite good. PR. He'll be cheap now. No, he'll be no. If he comes back in 2024, he's going to be. Dirt he cheap. might have to be a pay driver yeah. now. He might have to give back all that Renault money he made. 
Oh, could you imagine if you're a pay driver? Yeah, that's a, that would be... Oh, that's a film, isn't it? <laughs> I, th- I still think he should he should go to NASCAR or he should go to Aussie Supercars. Uh, that's the obvious place for him to go because he'd be at home there, he'd fit in with it, he could put on a load of weight and be hilarious. He should just and fuck off. Yeah, fine. <laughs> All right, fine. Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1 sake or find us on Facebook where we're for F1 sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, then why not buy us a beer? It may even bring Chica back. That's what Ricardo Figueroa did. Thanks, Ricardo Figueroa. That's and a th- very that's Dutch a name. Great name. <laughs> that's, that's not at all a Dutch name. I mean, yeah, it could no, be. No Dutch people give us money, do they? Fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. like, no, they might still. Get all so. that money that you won on your Max Verstappen bet. Go on, give it to us if you... Give us your guilders. Give us your... <laughs> yeah. Gilders going back about 23 years. <laughs> I'm an old, old man. I just want old money. Spain, Pesetas, bring them on. I still pay in Reich marks. <laughs> no one accepts them. <laughs> I guess they're very funny vendors. looks. <laughs> yeah. And thanks to our monthly donors who are just lovely. They are Donald Griffin. Thanks. Thank you, Donald. Michael Perry. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Michael. You. Greg Hoffman. Thank you, Greg. Wasn't he a great BMXer back in the day? Shit now, though. Paul Hewings. He was a legend of a man. Great. Join them. Head to ff1s.com forward slash pint, pint, pint. Sing with me, sing for the teams, sing for the points and sing it for the cheers. Sing with me, it's just for the pay, and maybe tomorrow we'll blame the FIA. Team own, team own, team own, team own, team own, team own. I fucking love that. That was great. I recommend. Again, again, I don't know what's happening. Aerosmith. It's, it's Dream On. Just another name for uh, also known as an aerodynamic engineer. I believe he's he's a movable aerodynamic part. Red Bull. Max Verstappen won the world championship, but no one knew about it because F1 can't even not fuck up an easy race. Perez muscled his way into second place. Is he the best number two? No. Well, Russell. He's the second in the championship. Ocon. Well, Russell is arguably number one at the minute because he's ahead of Lewis in the championship. He so, is, but not in the last not in the last quite number of races. He's been quite far behind Hamilton in the true. last few races. I think he but got I, his he got a big lead at the start of the season. Now it's all gone away. Um, Perez, Ocon got fourth today. He's number one yesterday, whenever it was. He's number one. But Perez, I think he's all right. He's all right. Don't get me wrong. He's not bad. He's probably the best number two that um, Red Bull have had for a while. But that's I not think... saying a huge amount. Well, no, fuck him. All right, next. Ferrari. Signs was back to his early 2022 ways, i.e. shit. Leclerc <laughs> never looked like he was going to bother Max all race. Does this sum up his year? Yes. I mean, it was a very Leclerc race of... It was. Of but being many... really good, but not as good as Verstappen, and then making a small mistake at the end that wrecked everything. And how many times have you... This is something that I do, so maybe I'm not paying attention because I'm getting old. But they go out for the podium, but I'm like, oh, the clerk's on the podium. Didn't see him. 
<laughs> Didn't see him for the whole race. Just presumed he'd gone home or something. Oh, there he was. He was second. Oh, how is how is it possible to be so shitly second? The Charlotte Clerk story. Well, he was third. <laughs> well, well, eventually, you know, across the line, second. But he crossed the line, the tr- second. The trouble yeah. with the clerk is, as you know, as we said, he's really good, but he makes too many small mistakes, like that that last sort of three percent of mistakes. That Verstappen has now completely nailed. You know, do you remember years ago Verstappen used to make those mistakes? He'd the crash walls and exactly, exactly. Max he's got crash, rid of all crash, that crash, now, crash, and that's why he's well, among other reasons, is why he's now a two-time world champion. Leclerc is still making those mistakes. Stole. Well, yes, Leclerc is still making those mistakes, and he's driving for Ferrari, who keep making their own shitty mistakes. I know what Leclerc's <sighs> problem is. Too Ferrari. fucking nice. Oh, no, he's too really? fucking nice. Is he? You, you know, he always he always holds his hands up to mistakes and stuff. And he's like, "Oh, that was my fault." Like even the Perez one, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I deserve a penalty. I cut the corner." It's like that's not what a world champion. Do you think says. he should the flat one... out deny it? Yeah, he should do what everyone else, like what Horner does, and just go, "You cut the corner. You cut the fucking. Oh, we didn't was, cut. The... We, this we, was, we wouldn't cut the corner. You it was the Pierre corner. Gasly's fault. The fucking tractor cut the fucking corner. Ericsson hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes. Russell is whining so much that even Lewis is thinking he's a bit much. Was he right to be all Mardy? No. You can only be Mardy if you're doing really well. And he's not fucking at the Russell. Really? <laughs> like, he's my least favourite driver now. Really? He is, I, I like him less than Max Verstappen. Wow. Yeah. What is Max it about Verstappen, him that... That you don't Just like. he moans. He thinks he's really good. He's blah blah blah. You know, he's he's giving it the big I am because he's at Mercedes, and he's is he better annoying. than is he better than Bottas? I mean, that's that's an unfair question, isn't it? Dead fish is better than no. She Bottas was. I don't know. At least Bottas knew his place. <laughs> and if there's something, if there's anything in Formula One, it's know your place. Wow. Until to whom you may concern. Uh, until you beat expectations and then I change my mind about you so until approximately 2024 George Russell know your place and then I'll be your biggest fan and then in the podcast in five years I'll be like you know how much I love Russell oh he's annoying me now oh he's strange I used to like Alonso or did I used to hate Alonso I can't remember why does anyone listen to me Alpine Alonso briefly led the race and therefore according to him should be given the championship Ocon beat him in 2022, which driver is better? Ocon. Yeah. No. What? Alonso. Alonso is the better driver. He's a dick, but he's better. Ocon's been too inconsistent. Phil. Hello. Ocon has 78 points in the championship. Sure. Alonso has 65. Sure. I mean, you know, feel you conclusive. could say the points don't lie, but the points do lie. I think Alonso has been better, and I think he's been a little bit unlucky in some races, and overall he's been better. He's been a little bit unlucky in life. <laughs> what? No, well, mm, is it let's switch this around it... again. <laughs> Maybe he has been a little bit unlucky in life, but also he's made his own luck by being a dick. Is Alonso better, or is he just more of a spectacular driver? He's spectacular. No, he's, he's spectacularly underwhelming. <laughs> he should, he's very good at playing the game of going, oh, I would have won that race, and then he doesn't win the race. Or come third, or eighth, or ninth, where he did. Don't care. He's a better character, definitely. But the point he's saying he's not entertaining than Ocon. Yeah. I don't feel like I've seen Ocon speak all year, but Ocon has got more points in the same car. So therefore... Well, Russell's got more driver. points than Hamilton. Do you think Russell's a better driver than Hamilton? That's not a relevant question, Phil. <laughs> it's no. exactly the same position. <laughs> McLaren. <laughs> McLaren. 
Ricardo actually looked half decent before utterly mangling the tire call and coming in 11th. Norris was decent. What's going on at McLaren this year? Up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. But they're quite close to Alpine in the points, even though Alpine is a better car this year. Last race, McLaren were way up there. Alpine got no points. This race, Ocon was fourth. McLaren were nowhere. Up and down and up and down and up, up and down. down. It's like a seesaw over there, isn't it? It is. They're just basically it's like rock and sock and robots between McLaren and Alpine. They just keep they're just taking it in turns to punch each other. Put it this way, any team that Alonso has driven for has been shit this year. Has <laughs> he driven for most of the teams now? He hasn't driven for Red Bull, Haas or Alpha Tauri. Or Williams actually. And give it, give it time. So he'll be at Williams next. Actually, if they announced their driving for this year? Next year, sorry. This year. <laughs> sorry, Latifi. Um, um, have they announced for next year? I don't no, think they have, just, have they? They've got, a, they've got a slot. Actually, no, we know Alonso's. Well, we say Alonso's going to Aston Martin. He's got time to fuck that up before <laughs> exactly. he gets in the car. Exactly. Especially with Lawrence Stroll. They'll have an argument in the off-season and he won't get the seat. Aston Martin. Vettel loves Suzuka and waved to everyone, even spinning at one point to make sure he saw all of the crowd. Did a stupid slash inspired tyre change. Was this his last good race? Probably. That's quite sad in a way, isn't it? I mean, I've never been a huge Vettel fan, but he is going to go and he has been propping up the grid for five years now. I like him more in the last couple of years. I have to say. I've, li- I've liked him more since he stopped giving a shit about any of the pretenses. And was I just like, that, I quite I th- like the environment. But <laughs> can you think thing. of a driver? I think PK is the last driver that pissed away his championship legacy in such a way. By being a horrible Vett- racist. Yeah, I'm not saying Vessel's a horrible racist. I'm talking no, about no, no. on-track performance. That, you know, PK... Schumacher? No, but Schumacher didn't... You know, he was a bit shit, but not... You know, he was still... Raikkonen? Like Mercedes... <sighs> But Raikkonen was still kind of bizarrely loved by the fans. Vettel has just become a... All right, all right. No, not even Villeneuve, actually. Button. No, because... Oh, well, you, you know he's a... Anyway. Ross... All right, all right. No, <laughs> he's anyone who got it right. He quit. He, he won the championship. He was barely across the line and he fucked off. That's what Vettel should have <laughs> done. He should have done it on its... Ooh, crazy been frog, his crazy frog. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fuck you, Horner. Uh, I'll sort of anyway. miss him. I don't well, know. If, I, I, I genuinely don't know what he's going to do next. Like, he's been quite private for all of his career. He now has an Instagram page, which is posting. He's okay. got a documentary coming out by the look of it. Look, I know. Is he going to do gonna anything do else? Next. Is yes. he going to be the new Greta Thunberg? He's the new host of Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, weirder things have happened. The fact that is it right. fucking Dion Dublin that hosts that now? It's like, what's <laughs> going on with that? Yes. Where did that come from? Williams, Latifi. Got a point. A real one. In other news, Williams have announced he's been fired. Were they right? Yes. Everyone was right. He shit. He deserved that point. Fuck off. Lovely bloke. I hope he stays around. He seems really nice. He's very wealthy. He's very wealthy. And it seems seems lovely. But just His not a very good driver. owns maple syrup. He owns Canada, yes. Owns mooses, maple syrup. Mounties. The word sorry. And... William Shatner. <laughs> is he Canadian? I found yeah. out today. No, he oh, he's Canadian. I didn't he know is, that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Alpha Romeo. Alpha win this week's They Were There Too award. But were they really there? No. I mean, I did see Joe spin at the hairpin. Joe did spin. Bottas, I don't think. I don't think Bottas the was there. Weeks. 
I, I, no. I can't remember the last time I saw Bartos. The only time I ever see Bartos is when people Photoshop his ass into other photos on Twitter. Okay, let's do a little Bottas watch. Do you reckon he's got a beard right now? I reckon he's got a big beard. Medium. Or like a William Story beard. Maybe he is William Story. Oh, Maybe. that would be a twist. Maybe We should get that William new Rich Story, Energy really. book that's out. It looked, I, I want to know more about it. Alpha Towery. Gasly started from the pit lane after a rubbish qualifying, then hit a Rolex advert and nearly a tractor, and got a post-race 20-second penalty for driving too fast. Was he wrong? No. Two separate issues. I mean, he might have driven too fast at a different point, but he was right to be angry about the tractor, assuming that's what this refers to. Um, but, you know, he's he's on a weird trajectory, Gasly. He's been very angry the last few races, with some justification this time, admittedly, but he's also not been driving that well for the last few races, and now he's off to Alpine with somebody he hates. So I can't wait for next year's Netflix. They've been. Te- I've seen some photos of them standing next to each other, going, "Ah, oh, we're such great friends. We've grown up and raced together, and now we're back racing together again." And it's conveniently, you know, missed out the part where they completely fell out and hate each other. I can't remember who stole whose girlfriend. I didn't think it was girlfriend. I just, I, I thought it was one of them started Boyfriend. doing slightly better, and then, well, maybe one of them sl- started. Maybe it was each other. <gasps> Wasn't it Gasly that stole o- Ocon's girlfriend? It, was it? I mean, uh, look, are we going to get into a debate every time an F one driver steals another F one driver's girlfriend? Because it's going to be a long series of podcasts. All right, Max Verstappen. <laughs> um, I don't Did know. he steal anyone's girlfriend, or was that yeah, just Daniel Daniel Kvyat? And the mother of Daniel Kvyat's kids, <laughs> and hang on, isn't that isn't that PK? Yeah, um, what's her name? Mrs. It's PK's Junior PK yeah. Nelson Nelsonia 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 PK. I'm pretty confident, and now I'm doubting myself, but I'm pretty confident she has a kid with Daniel Kvyat. But then Verstappen, the senior Red Bull driver, <laughs> took took her away. Helmut Marco just said, "No, you have to go with Verstappen now." That's why um that's why Perez was so grumpy for half a year because yeah. Verstappen's got <laughs> his girlfriend his too. kids. <laughs> yeah, if you want to drive for Red Bull, you've got to hand your first ball to Max Verstappen. Yeah. Keeps him in a He's about the same age. Keeps him in a <laughs> so hutch. You just need some company. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just in his trophy room, he's just got trophies and other drivers' children. Haas. <laughs> Mick was scuppered by a let's see if there's a safety car tactic. Was there? No. There was no safety car. There was no safety car. And that was the end of... Mick Schumacher's F1 career. Sad Hulk music. Is that the Sad Hulk music? <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch I those films it. that you I haven't seen it for a while. That was, that was from, from the TV, TV series in like the 70s. I don't listen to Aerosmith or the Manic Street Preachers. I don't watch Marvel films. Or hip hop or anything. About. What do you yeah, just watch go to weird to? German techno clubs with Elon Musk? I go to weird German techno clubs and I take a that. Thanks. Um, if, we're, if we're talking about Dutch names, uh, Haas is the only F1 team with a Dutch name. Oh, good fact. Where's the fact yeah. thing? Brush that off. Yeah, Haas. What about- it means hair, like the rabbit. What's it really? Schauber. 
No, that's German. That's we, German. we we oh, no. that means clean. We we discussed this last time I was on yeah, the podcast. I, I, I can only think of the one with a, a, a team with S. Schalke. Sexy. Ashton Martian. Oh, that's Sean Connery's team. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew Sean Connery was Dutch. <laughs> Stop. Famously Dutch actor Sean Sh- Connery. Smoking a pancake, money penny. <laughs> Oh, Miss Moneypenny, I've heard I you, you've breached the budget cap, ah, <laughs> Moneypenny. I love gold! Oh, I what, accent. What's, what accent am I doing new? <laughs> as, as a Scottish person who grew up in the Netherlands, I feel I'm offended across the board. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. Can you write that on iTunes for us and give us a five-star review? <laughs> okay. Could we roast you? <laughs> That's not the first By time you've said do. that. <laughs> all of which take... It's an FFYS party again. <laughs> Why did Chica leave? <laughs> Sorry. All of which takes us to the standings with Terry Saunders. So, in the lead of the Drivers' Championship, it's two times world champion, minus one, it's Max Verstappen. In second place, it's the number one, number two, it's Sergio Perez. Three times invisible on a podium, it's Charlie Clerk. Four times too bored to type this, that was me, it's George Russell. First cousin twice removed, that sounds kinky, it's Carlos Sainz. Seven times world champion, plus one, it's Lewis Hamilton in sixth place. Eight time meme of the week, 2021, it's Lando Norris. Oh, he's not been very meme this year, has he? One time Gasly girlfriend stealer, it's Esteban Ocon in eighth. Ninth place is two times world champion, plus seven, it's Fernando Alonso in his dreams. 10th place, butt of the year, 2022, it's Valtteri Bottas. 11th place, four times world champion and nothing else to say, Sebastian Vettel. 12th place, eight times drank from a shoe. You're never going to do that again, are you, mate? It's Daniel Ricciardo. 13th place, one time Ocon girlfriend loser, it's Pierre Gasly. 14th place, two times ball sucks, Kevin Magnussen. 15th place, the second richest Canadian in F1, it's Lance Stroll. 16th, the third best Schumacher, it's Mick Schumacher. Yuki Sonoda was two times lucky. Once more around the track for Joe Gagneau. One more job. Just one more job is Alexander Albon. The third worst Williams driver this year is Nicholas Latifi in 20th. And once a hero is Nick DeFries. Excellent. And for the Constructors' Championship, because it rained a lot in Japan, I thought, what would the teams be like if they were a typical family on a caravan holiday in Britain when it's raining? Again. Just super, super references. So Red Bull would just, they just steal an umbrella. <laughs> they just they just steal the umbrella for the next caravan. They just don't care. They don't care. Is that our umbrella? We, oh, we'll just steal it. Doesn't Someone matter. stole one of my umbrellas um, once. In Amsterdam, in fact. Bloody great dude. story. Fucking Dutch. Great story, Phil. Um, second place, run out in a thunderstorm with wire coat hangers. That's the Ferrari tactic. <laughs> just let's kill them all off. Third place, just tuss at the window. That's Mercedes. Um fourth place they tried to gather the family but they're all gone it's helping um mclaren would just try and drown everybody like kittens in a sack um alfa romeo would slip on the floor even though it's dry um aston martin would write a check to the rain <laughs> i demand you to i hither demand you to stop uh Haas would swear at the rain alfa Tauri would moan about super license rain and williams would say it didn't rain in 1992 did it <laughs> that wasn't very good was it? there we go. it's fine it's fine and now for the man of the match of driving. Sergio Perez. Oh. Oh. Mm. Well, you. <laughs> a 
And now it's time for the State of F1 with Terry Saunders. Look, getting up at 6am is fun when you're 11, but F1 knows my demographics. It knows that I'm 42 and I live in Europe and I don't have kids. It knows that 6am isn't easy. So surely it should know that one fucking lap than a two hour wait is unacceptable. I'd had a coffee, I'd woken my partner and explained to her that I was getting up to watch the Formula 1, which means she now looks at me like I'm the kind of man who would get up at 6am to watch the Formula (laughs) 1, which would be fine if there was any Formula 1 to watch. Sitting through a red flag wait in the afternoon when you're pottering around is fine. In the wee hours, it's hell. Do I go back to sleep? I'm up now. I've already had a coffee. I've weed. I'm hungry, I think. I'm not saying the driver should race in dangerous conditions, but I am saying there should be a solution. But don't worry, I have a solution. Firstly, that F1 app should just text you and say, don't bother. (laughs) Just a little notification when you wake up saying, it's going to rain. Don't bother. I wouldn't bother if I were you. Um... But if it's too dangerous to race, then the drivers who we pay for with our attention and eye tracking need to do something for us. And here are some ideas. One, driver family fortunes. We get Les Dennis on. Les Dennis is always on reserve every race to do an episode of family fortunes with the drivers. Love it. Perfect. Two, take me dancing, twister in the rain. All the drivers play twister in the rain. Preferably naked, but maybe in their race suits if they have to. Um... Three, dry the track by blotting it with your Monaco tax dollar bills. They've all got enough. <laughs> Four, kiss. The band or? Oh, no. No, I think the drivers should just kiss. They should be like a spin the bottle. Get the bottle of champagne for the end of the race. Nice. Get all the drivers in a circle. You know, when they do the take the knee thing and then spin the brilliant. bottle. Branding opportunities, yeah. It's brilliant, yeah. The kiss cam. Have a little play that you rehearsed in the downtime. That'd be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? If they did it like an inspector calls. <laughs> the mousetrap. Yeah, love it. Um, Number six, steal someone else's car, just for a laugh. Just, you know, Latifi just going out in in a Ferrari and everyone nagging him on. Um, Seventh place, all pick a driver to go out and have a go. 100 points if he doesn't bin it. (laughs) That'd be a good way to decide a championship. Um, Eighth place, helmet camber in the toilet. Ninth place, the the messy race suit game. Need I say more? And in 10th face, why don't you put on the fucking wet tyres, you <laughs> Drive around the fucking track like you're supposed to, you overpaid That's it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans. Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about the W Series. Oh, that's so uh, sad. Women Only Racing Series, which is uh, gone because they don't have enough money. Which is a bit of a shame because it actually did a lot better than I thought it would. And feels like they didn't really have a chance to properly get going and have an impact. But uh, hopefully somebody will revive it or something similar. Fingers crossed. And to Terry Saunders. We also have had time to talk about Aston Martin, who also breached the cost cap, but no one gives a shit. Nah. Where can people see you? We should always ask that for our guesses. We never ask. Where do you, have you got anything to plug? Do you want to plug anything? By the time this goes out, it will have been, but I'm at the uh, Angel Comedy Club in London on Friday. I hope everyone liked it. We'll be back in two weeks to discuss another United States Grand Prix in southern Canada. Not that it really matters anymore. In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake. And follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. Terry, where can people buy merch? ff1s.com forward slash shop, 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 shop. Thanks for listening. See you in a fortnight. I've been Drew Stern. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you, Drew. Goodbye. Thanks, Drew. Sports
Social Podcast Network.